KCLR Live Sport. The Leinster Camogie Club Championship Senior Final. Dixborough versus Eilert the Bala. With thanks to RMC Construction, your local commercial and domestic building firm. And a very good afternoon to you all. We are here in Abbottstown in the GA National Development Centre. What a magnificent venue it is here in Dublin this afternoon for the AIB Leinster Senior Club Championship Final between Dixborough and Eulert de Bella. I can tell you one thing. I am delighted we have the OB unit out today because it is bitterly cold here in Dublin. The wind is blowing. The rain is starting to come down. And Anya, we are here for the long run and hopefully it's going to be a good day for Dixborough. Before we get your thoughts, of course, on Fahi with me as well today, we'll run down through the team. So, as we have them at the minute, Kirsty Mara starting on goal for Dixborough. In the full back line, we have Kate Dempsey, Kira O'Shea, and Katie Byrne. In the half back line, we have Tara Clifford, Neve Phelan, and Jane Cass. In the middle of the field, team captain is Eva Prendergast wearing number 8. And number 9 is Kira Phelan. In the half-forward line we have Asha McCarty, number 10. Lucinda Gann is in at centre-forward and Quiva Dowling completes the half-forward line. And in the full-forward line then we have minor captain Amy Clifford wearing number 13. Ava O'Gorman is in full-forward and Jenny Clifford completes the full-forward line. Dixborough, of course, up again the reigning uh, All-Ireland champions, Eulert de Balloch. They had victory over Sarsfields of Galway a couple of weeks ago in Nolan Park in Kilkenny. So their team starts with Lawrence in it on goal. In the full-back line, we have Myra O'Dowd, Aideen Brennan and Katie Roach. The half-back line, we have Aoife Dunn, Kira Storey and Mary Lacey. In the middle of the field, then we have team captain Stacey Kyo and Anae Curran. In the half-forward line, Katie Gallagher, Shelley Kyo and Siobhan Sinnott. And in the full-forward line, a perfect duo of Ursula Jacob, Una Lacey and completing the lineup is Louise Sinnott. Anya, give us your thoughts on what today's game is going to be like. Yeah, you know, I think today's game, it's certainly going to be an intriguing game for anybody listening. And definitely, um, it's going to be a spectacle of camogie for everybody that's here in Abbottstown. You know, a few kind of standout marking positions that I think we're going to have to really keep an eye on today. And I, I feel like could be potentially the, the winning and the losing of a game. Uh, Kira O'Shea in on top of Una Lacey. I think that's going to be a serious battle. We all know the wealth and experience that Una Lacey has been bringing. You know, former captain of Wexford, captain them to an All-Ireland and final some years ago and then the other position I think you know we've probably spoken an awful lot about this girl throughout the year um, Neve Phelan from Dixburn at number 6 she's really going to have her hands full today with Shelley Kyo really important that she gets on top of that you know it's kind of like we have the wealth and experience of the Owl Art de Bala kind of coming up against the young guns of Kilkenny and the you know a team that I feel are only going to produce and be stronger for a, a couple of years and I think this is where it's going to go I, it's going to be a very good game very tough game I feel for Dixborough they are going to be underdogs going into this I do think if they can keep into them for the last couple of minutes I think their youth w- will push through and they can maybe pivot but it's going to be a very very tough contest I don't want to write them off but when you're looking at, at an Owl Art Ballet team Ursa Jacob Una Lacey Stacey Kyo uh, Kira Story Mary Lacey you know there's four well, guys of the team that have, like, have captained yeah. Wexford to senior All-Irelands um, you know so it's massive massive achievement for the t- for, for both teams to be here today Dixborough are going to have to go out they're really going to have to give the performance of a lifetime today Dixborough have nothing to lose Absolutely they're up against not. the no way. champions I mean mm-hmm. it's a repeat I suppose in a way of a Wexford and Kilkenny team in the Leinster final yeah. Owlert de Balloch beat it or defeated I should say uh, Thomastown just before Christmas there mm-hmm. in the 2020 competition that yeah. was rescheduled for we know what Owlert are like we've seen them playing in the All-Ireland final against Arsfields 
Sarsfields gave them plenty of space in the back. Yeah. They got stupid goals, as I would call them. Normally, you wouldn't get goals like that. Dixborough, though, have very good defenders. They're yeah. not going to give away stupid goals like Sarsfields did in the All-Ireland final. So, Dixborough made a great shout. Absolutely. And I think the half-back line is the key line for Dixborough. When we look at Tara Clifford, Neve uh, Phelan and Jane Gass, just the match is about to get going here. But, you know, th- those um, three guards are going to play a pivotal role here, that, here in this game today and they need to be really on top. And we are off indeed. Our match referee, Gavin Dunnigan from the Trinity Gales Club here in Dublin gets us underway and Dixborough are on the attack straight away with the ball here. That is uh, Katie Byrne is coming away with it. Puts it down along the, the middle of the field here but it's intercepted there by Owler the Ballock. That's number nine that's out there. That's an A corn and A. Very good of course. She's a, a fantastic minor that was a couple of years ago as well. Here's Ursula Jacob. She's on the ball. Referee is having a look. He says that there's an overcarry. Ursula is looking bewildered at that decision. I don't think she agrees with it but our match referee Gavin Dunnigan has decided it is going to be a free out to uh, Dixborough inside their own half and Kirsty Mara is coming out just about to take this. We are located in one half of the ground here in Abbottstown so it's hard to see the far side of the field but Kirsty sends that down towards Amy Clifford. Amy having a battle over the far side over there with uh, that's the number seven that's Mary Lacey but uh, Dixborough regain possession sending the ball down Lucinda Gann going in first kicks it ahead of her a small little bit doesn't come up get it into her hand first time here comes Ava O'Gorman Ava now has ball in hand trying to put it into the corner that's a great ball in there towards Quiva Dowlin Quiva now she has a run on it she has support here with Asha McCarty that's a great ball in around the space in there from Asha McCarty back to Ava O'Gorman Ava's on her knees that's Jenny Clifford is trying to get in there Lucinda Gann two of them trying to fight for the one ball one takes it off the other Lucinda kicks it back a small little bit out here towards Jenny Clifford she has space inside her here comes Ava Gorman she's inside the 13 metre line now back from out at the ballot doing very very well though and Mary Lacey is coming away with that she has a chance now to clear the ball off she has a player outside her she doesn't decide to use her sends it down the field that's Shelley Kyo is hitting that one forward there's a tumble out around the middle of the field there now ball is in uh, the hand of a Dixborough player that's Jane Cass coming away with it lovely pass here to Kira Phelan she was playing with DCU against WIT the other night in a bitterly cold Dublin venue so she'll know how cold it was that's a great pass there by Asha McCarty to Lucinda Gann and you can hear the cheer possibly what a score by Lucinda Gann first point for Dixborough first point of the match only we're into the uh, first half of the game here and great score on you. Yeah, brilliant score there by Lucinda Gann. Very well worked there. It was Tara Clifford coming out with the ball. Gives a little pass there to Kira. Kira knew she wasn't going to get it. She wasn't going to make it too easy for herself. Pass to Ash McCarty into Lucinda over the bar. Taking note there, uh, Jane Cass is picking up Ursula Jacob. You couldn't come across a, a player more tenacious than Jane Cass to put a man-marking job on her. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes for the first half. Yeah, that ball is intercepted out there by Nee Feeling, I think it is. And there's lots of spectators here. There's over 600 spectators booked in to the National Games Development Centre here belonging to the GAA here in Abbottstown and it will be a line ball to Owler to the Ballock and Stacey Kyo of course twin sister of Shelley Kyo is uh, about to take this there's a lot of bodies in front of us down on the along the sideline here. It's a good ball in around, but Nee Feeling is back there to deal with that. She's coming away with it. Actually, I think it's Eva Prendergast yeah. got that one. Down here towards Asha McCarty. Ball is missed by Asha Lucinda Gann. Trying to come in on it. Lucinda has a, a big frame. She tries to get down on the ball. Doesn't work out. Coming away with Owler to the ballot. That's with an A corner. An A puts it into space there in towards or that's Ursula Jacob, but it's intercepted there by Jane Cass. She tries to hand pass the ball across. Doesn't work out too well. Out at the Ballock. Get possession back here there now. 
and they're going forward with it. That's with the number 10. That's with uh, Katie Gallagher. Katie Gallagher putting a shot in. Kirsty Marr had to be wary of that one. She tips it over the bar and it's a score to level up proceedings here by the centre, by the wing forward, I should say. It's point piece, on you. Yeah, another good score there for Ireland at the Valley. You can see, though, that the Dixborough backs, like they're, they're hunting in packs back there and they're not making it easy. Um, Ireland at the Valley are having to pass the ball around a lot. As we see Kirsty Marr taking, that's a long poke out that's just coming down, going to land right down on top of it. That's it Amy like Clifford is over there. Yeah, and she's fighting with Mary Lacey. And There's a, a great hustle. She's going yeah. to earn her tackles today, Who's going to come Amy? out with that one? Amy is down on the ground. Referee is in close attendance. Ray Kelly has his flag up on the sideline. It will be a line ball to Dixborough at the far side of the field. And the wind is changing direction every second ball that's coming. It's now blowing across the field. It was blowing in favour of out at the ballot just a few moments ago. I think that is Katie Byrne is about to take that it's a lovely line ball down but what a catch there yeah, by Mary Lacey she tries to shove one of the Dixborough players out of the way the referee says there was a hold back there on Mary Lacey she's outside the 45 metre line she can't take that out of her hand even though she's trying to do it Ray Kelly is in attendance there telling her no that can't be done so we're just waiting for an Owlert player to go back and take this uh Free, I think that's the centre back there, is it? It is Kira yeah, Story, Kira of course, Story. daughter of famed Martin Story down in Wexford, the captain of the 96 winning Wexford hurling team. That ball sent down beautifully into the corner for position there towards Ursula Jacob. She passes it back out to space here to Shelley Kyo, who's running onto it. She's trying to go forward. Referee is his hand out for a free that's coming in. Shelley on her left hand side puts that in, and Kirsty has dropped it, but luckily enough the referee had blown his whistle for the free in the Dixborough goalkeeper got away lightly with that one on you because she dropped the ball in the net but lucky enough the whistle had gone yeah very lucky there on that occasion and you could see that Una Lacey was actually just poaching in around the square there just kind of hoping that maybe there was a deflection going to happen from between Kira and Kirsty, and she was ready to pounce there something that Kira O'Shea is going to have to be very very wary of Una Lacey is a poacher and she would pounce and she would hit them where it hurts the most so she needs to be very careful and she needs to be really on the best side of Una at all times to just make sure she's not going to get that cheeky goal we've seen the goal she's got yeah. they haven't like you know they're great goals I suppose but they haven't been absolutely wonderful she's just pulling and that's how she's getting her goals in the, in the All-Ireland final Dixborough against needs to get the Thomas. water break in or around the same either level or just slightly ahead as Ursula Jacob is taking that one in the umpires are taking a look at it and they have decided that's gone wide. to the right and wide so that's the first wide of the game and the first wide to out at the ballot so a let off there for Dixborough on that one five minutes gone here it's still a point apiece here in the GAA centre here in Abbottstown Kirsty Marr sending that one out wind caught that one it doesn't work out too well knee feeling though gains possession she's having a look around miss hits the shot and it's intercepted back here by the uh, number 5 that's Aoife Dunn for Owlert she's sending it up into the space here here comes Shelley Kyo you can't let Shelley into space okay. she's going forward hand passes it here towards to Jacob here's a shot in great, great save Kirsty Marr what a fantastic save right down on the ground to her left hand side that was a certain goal for Ursula Jacob what a shot stop there by the uh, Dixborough goalkeeper and another let off there for Dixborough now Dixborough coming away here with Asha McCarty. Asha gets the ball here to Lucinda Gann. Lucinda's going forward. She's just past the 45 metre line. But Aoife Dunn done very well to dispossess the ball there. Gets it up here to Anae Kern who is all on her own in space. Sends a cross field ball in across over the far side of the field there towards the number 10. That's Katie Gallagher. Katie got the score for uh, Owlert earlier on and that's a chop down by one of the Dixborough players and a free in to Dixborough. But again, Anya 
Shelley Keogh just opened up the defence there like a hot knife through butter. Ursula Jacob, lovely hand pass to her. Great save, Kirsty Mardo. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant save from Kirsty. She just got down really nice and low. You know, Ursula probably was given a little bit too much space at, at that opportunity, but she saw the opportunity. She took it. She was going to try out Kirsty. If Dixborough can eliminate the, the threat of letting in a, a, a soft goal too early, it could be the, it could be the, the makings of, of this game. And they just need to be really careful on that. Um, but you can just see the work rate that's going on around. As you spoke about Shelley Coe, knee feeling really needs to be she kind of really at this moment in time needs to stop worrying about her normal game oh, and really sorry now for Connor the more danger here is that free you sent in it just drops down here comes oh another fantastic save Kirsty Marr point blank save there from the full forward that yeah, was Owen Lacey and she has hurt herself on that one she's down injured she's holding on to her chest that was a fantastic save again two in quick succession there for the Dixborough goalkeeper and already Earl at the Ballock showing their experience there and maybe a little bit of nerves from the Dixborough players already giving Owlert two chances they just need to settle down but here comes an acorn she's after robbing that ball she's going forward again she's on the 13 metre line on her left hand side takes a shot it, the referee has blown her though for over carrying and there will be a free out and now some attention can come into Kirsty Marr Anya what a fantastic shave like it was point blank Una Lacey had to be no more than 10 metres mm. out from the goal great save Kirsty Marr that's two fantastic saves already yeah brilliant save by Kirsty you know it was a real body block there that she did you know she's just putting her whole self on the line there for Dixborough at the moment um, she definitely is going to feel that that's going to burn the cold and everything that we have in it at the moment that one is really going to burn uh, but yeah excellent excellent um, excellent save from her and you know she's really keeping Dixborough in it at the moment and to be fair Owlart Baller are testing out this young girl these young girls they know they're inexperienced and they're probably just going to want to finish them off as soon as possible get a couple of quick goals and really like you know bring their confidence down a peg or two let's be realistic yep. that's what they're going to do they have the experience of this and this is how they're putting teams away well 8 minutes gone here in Abbottstown it is a point apiece in this AIB Leinster Senior Club Championship Final today's broadcast of course brought to you with thanks to RMC Construction Limited your local commercial and domestic building firm so Dixborough now just need to start getting to grips with a couple of players and we can see already um, Anya that they're after moving it looks to me like that is the number 7 is it? That's Jane Cast that they've actually put in there on Ursula Jacob unless I'm gone totally blind no, no, but yeah, I think they it moved, is yeah they, they pushed uh, Jane in on Ursula from the start of the game so she's going to be man marking her uh, it's it's unfortunate it's taking Kira O'Shea out of the full back position but she has to go wherever Una Lacey's going like they're the two main threats that you're going to have in the Arlard, in the Arlard full forward line and that's been no that's been not being disrespectful at all to Louise Sinnott but they're the, they're the main two guards that you have to be looking at so you do well, you have two great defenders in uh, Kira and Jaina and they're going to they're going to make it their money's worth exactly Kirsty taking that free it's going to be one in around the middle of the field there by Kira Field and she passes it across there towards Amy Clifford Amy kicks it ahead of her she couldn't get the ball into her hand first time tries to get it to her sister Jenny but again Owlert the Ballock are coming away with it and Owlert that would look like no she didn't catch it the three times it was a good hand pass out here towards Mary Lacey and a nice little pop pass back to Shelley Kyo Shelley trying to get it in here now towards there's a number 28 that's actually after starting in there on you we, there's no PA system here today so we don't know but definitely 28 is starting there so you might take a look at that as Dixborough coming away with it and there's an over carry there as well against the number 5 out there that's Tara Clifford and again referee has been consistent on that so it's Leanne Nolan um, is actually in there starting um, the number 15 is definitely there Louise Sinnott but I don't see number 12 
for Owlert. So we might just confirm that one in a minute. But Owlert definitely has a free. As the centre-back that's there, that's Kira Story. Sends it in dangerously into the full forward line. Again, Unar, that's uh, Ursula Jacob has been held back there. Hurl is caught and an easy decision there for the match referee. And an easy free here for Ursula Jacob. Just outside the 20-metre line with 11 minutes gone here. It's still one point apiece. Owler the Ballock a chance to go two points to one ahead and even though there's a bit of time gone on you Owler or Dixborough has had their chances just maybe the pass not going to hand at the minute and maybe not the right decision being taken when they're on the ball yeah like I think you know they're obviously very nervous coming into this game I do think that they're defending very well I think they can really thank Kirsty Marr for keeping them in the game because they could be six points down after two um, unbelievable stops that she's after making so far I think if they can get to the water break um, and try and you know keep keep the goals out for the moment I know there's only a couple of minutes left in it but this water break I think will really suit them because you can see that they're nervous and that, that they're probably making decisions that they wouldn't normally make and you know I think if the lads can just get them in at the water break just have a chat and get them to well, count not down. far away from it and Ursula Jacob did put that point over and again Dixborough are losing out on the puck out there as well Owler the Ballock are winning all the ball that's lovely stick work there by Shelley Kyo manages to get it to an acorn that's sent in again Kirsty Marr has to be careful Brilliant. lovely stick work by the goalkeeper gets it away out of danger out here towards Tara Clifford but Tara won't get there first that is Kira O'Shea I think is back there she pulls on the ground Tara Clifford is trying to get in to get the ball it's up in the very corner of Abbottstown here and the referee is coming across to have a look there I think he's going to blow the whistle and throw the ball in yes he has Gavin Dunnigan deciding does know where that ball has about to go and he's going to throw it in here between two players and it is indeed Siobhan Sinnott who is not starting so that is uh, Leanne is in there so the ball is coming out here there's a free out to Dixborough for a high tackle uh, I can't see who's in possession of the ball the crowd is blocking the view here at the moment in time but Dixborough definitely has a free out and Jerry McGough the linesman here from Kilmacud Croaks in Dublin of course Jerry is the man that organises the Kilmacud All-Ireland Sevens competition that a lot of teams in Kilkenny takes part in uh, and hopefully we'll be back to that in 2022 again this year but Dixborough now settled down a small little bit just need to get a couple of scores on the scoreboard as that free is sent down here towards Lucinda Gam but it bypasses all of the Dixborough players Kira Story mopping that one up playing as a bit of a sweeper back here in the half back line it's pulled on first time along the ground there by Louise Sinnott but Dixborough managed not to come away with it there's a late tackle I think there the referee has blown his whistle uh, I think it's Shelley Kyo is actually giving out about something mm -hmm. is she? Or is there an off-the-ball incident between two players? I think there's an off-the-ball incident between two players. He's having stern words out there anyway. It looks like Kira O'Shea uh, is no, one of them. Is like it? Like it's Kate Dempsey oh, it's Kate and, Dempsey uh, Leanne and Leanne Nolan. Nolan a bit yeah. of a scuffle between the two of them there, and the referees just after having a word with them. I think uh, Shelley's just disappointed because the ball was gone in. Kira O'Shea wasn't out to it first, and Una Lacey. I don't think Eulert would be too happy. They were on the attack yeah, with that absolutely. ball that was there, like, and he just stopped it dead in the middle. So. Uh, he's having words now as well with someone uh, on the sideline up there. Don't exactly know who it is, but it will be a throw ball. So a lucky break there for uh, Dixborough again as Owlert comes away. Leanne Nolan has it this time and there will be a foul in and a free to Owlert the Ballock. And it's the number 15 is uh, Louise Sinnott is on the ball, but I think she's going to leave it. Yes, Ursula Jacob is coming out here to take this free. She's just outside the Dixborough 45 metre line and we have 14 minutes gone on the clock. It's still two points to Owlert, one point to Dixborough. So Dixborough still in this game. As we said, it's bitterly cold here this afternoon and we're just waiting now for Ursula Jacob to come out and take this. She's having a look at the post. There's not much uh, runners in front of her. 
Will she have the distance? She decides to go a small bit <laughs> short. That's soon. yeah, Martin. That's uh, Shelley Kyo is there, and Shelley Kyo just like out of the blue comes from nowhere. A lovely short pass across. It's actually Stacey Kyo, Stacey, the team yeah. captain, I should say, puts it in and puts it over the bar. That's a two-point lead now for Owlert. Yeah, you know, um, really well worked there by Ursula Jacob. You know, uh, Eva kind of just maybe took her eyes off Stacey there for a couple of seconds. She had the darting run uh, made um, straight into her pathway and not straight over the bar. So really good score, showing their inexperience. Now here again. comes. Quiva Dowling from Third the puck out this time. Quiva puts it across field in towards Kira Feeling. Kira misses out on it. Stacey Kyo just after getting that point a moment ago gains possession. She's sending it down into the corner forward position, but Kira O'Shea is over there. She manages to get it and on her left hand side sends it back down the same sideline, but nowhere to go. It's out over the sideline on the far side of the field, and it will be a line ball to Dixborough or to Owlet, I should say. But on if you were Dixborough at the minute, is there anything that you would change? Because I mean, there's not much ball coming down to the forwards where we are for Dixborough down here at the moment. Yeah. They're certainly not and I feel like they're inviting Kira Story and Mary Lacey and Aoife Dunn onto them to be honest with you because there's a lot of space in the ha- is there a lot of space between the half forward line and the ha- and the half back line if you look here now there's not even a Dixborough player within their own 21 yard no. like their full forward needs to be sitting in there we're literally inviting oh sorry here's on. danger here comes the uh, that is uh, the girl of the Nolans that's there Louise Nolan she tries to get it I think that's Ursula Jacobs down there she's gone down on the ground but Dixborough managed to break that attack up and Nee Feeling is now coming away with it but it's a great display possessed and they are by uh, Shelley Kyo. Shelley tries to get it out here now towards Leanne Nolan. Leanne going down on the ball. It's actually Louise Innes is over there. Dixborough managed to get the ball back though and sending it long down the pitch here. There's going to be a, a battle here now between Eva Prendergast and Kira Story out there for the ball. Kira Story manages to flick it away a small little bit. Lucinda fighting in there as well. There's a Shamozla going for it on the sideline, but it's pulled first time there by the captain, Stacey Kyo, into the full forward line. Ursula is the first one to maybe come out to it. Doesn't get it up into her hand first time. Kicks it ahead. She's very close to the sideline. Jane Cass is staying with her. That ball is loosely put in there. Kirsty Mara is coming out here for us. She'll get there first and decides to send it back down the same side of the field, but only as far as Louise in it. Great interception though by Lucinda Gam, but she misses out on the return pass. Stacey Kyo has it. She's putting it over her right hand shoulder. Not really looking, sending it in. Grey catch there, knee feeling. She's sending it across to the far side of the field into open space. But Mary Lacey's the only Owlers player that's there at the minute. And you can't give Mary Lacey that much time and space on you when she's coming with the ball. She's after slipping on the ground. She dropped the hurl. That should have been a yeah. free to Dixborough, but the referee is allowing the play to continue. Dixborough try and get the ball back in but that's pulled it on the ground first time it's only as far as Stacey Kyodo we know this player can run she's part of the, the armed defence forces with uh, Ireland and that's sent in and put over the bar for her second point so two points from the team captain but again scrappy play Dixborough had all the time in the world to get rid of it and they gave Stacey Kyo a chance to put it over the bar to be honest with you Ireland are just not letting them get on the ball you know they're hunting in packs there's two or three players in on top of every Dixborough girl when they're trying to get the ball you know I think this is the perfect opportunity the water break ha- couldn't come at a better time for Dixborough they really need to just settle down and everything that they're doing they're making silly mistakes but they're showing that they're inexperienced but we are we know the the capabilities of this Dixborough team. They're a phenomenal team. Yes, okay, they're young, but you know, they have they have such um they have such a tradition of winning. They're in the habit of winning and that's what they should be bringing in here. Disappointing. I just spoke about it briefly. The amount of space that's up here. Like the ball isn't coming up, but you are inviting 14 Owlart Bay players onto your attack. You do not want to be doing that. The half forward line, they need to push back. They need to stop letting the Owlart Bala team like go forward. You don't 
want to see the likes of Mary Lacey or Kira Sori running forward because they will score. Of they, will they will score yeah. from far out. So we need to like literally pull them back and give the opportunity to the Dixborough backs so when they get that ball, they can clear it out and hopefully we can try and get Aoife Prendergast and Kira Feeling into this game a little bit more because I feel like they really are being crowded out there at the moment. Yep, they certainly are. Well, it, as Owen, you said, it is the water break here. So the clock has stopped with just over 18 minutes gone. It is Owlert, the Ballock, leading four points to one in favour of Dixborough. And we can see that Donald Carroll is out there now in the middle of the Dixborough girls. And I think he's just pointing that out, that they just need to get the ball into the space and get it into the forward line a bit more and get the players onto the ball. This broadcast, of course, brought to you today with thanks to RMC Construction Limited, your local commercial and domestic building firm. So, both teams now are after having their quick break. Of course, the water breaks are gone for the National League's on you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> some people like them, some people don't like them. Maybe this will work to Dixborough's advantage this time. It might get them a chance to regroup and let Donald get a, a bit of team talk into them and maybe try and tell them that they're, you know, they're still in this game. There's still a long way to go. It's only four points to one. Kirsty Mara has a puck out here. She's sending it down on top of Asha McCarty and uh, Aoife Dunn that's over there. But again, an acorn gets the ball, puts it up here towards Kira Story. Kira comes with the ball now and she tries to get it across here to the number two. That's Myra O'Dowd. Myra is missing out on the ball. Kira Field and trying to get in there and get the ball. But again, it's nobody is getting it. Stacey Kyo trying to pull on that first time and get it up here towards... Uh, Leanne Nolan, I think it is. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the number 28. Yeah, so Leanne has it. Looked like that there's a foul coming. And again, the yeah. referee is blowing for overcarry. And he has been consistent, in fairness, to Gavin Donegan. All that. Or every free that comes into it, he's uh, letting him go a small little bit, but not too much. And the outer player is not too happy with that call. But in fairness, as we said, Gavin Donegan being consistent. And Dixborough now has a free just outside the 45-metre line. And Sneed Feeling is standing over it. Breeze is after picking up a small little bit. Again, as Anya was saying earlier, there's not much space in it. Dixborough seem to be playing. Again, that Breeze at this moment in time is two Dixborough players go in with it. But out at the ball, come away with it again. They're winning every single breaking ball that's in it. And here comes Stacey Kyo. She can't catch the ball. She's at the flying down the line. Tries to get it across in the midfield here towards uh, Louise Sinnott. Louise has the ball. Lovely hand pass across there to Shelley Kyo. Just slightly too high. But I think that's Sneed Feeling came out, tried to get the ball, missed it and out at the ballock now still has it and here comes Katie Gallagher with the ball in hand and the referee has said that there's a foul there for a push in on Katie Gallagher and again Eulert's not happy because no. Shelley Kyo had the ball in her hand she was getting ready to possibly take a shot at goal but the referee had blown his whistle to give Eulert the ballock a free and a chance for Eulert now to go five points to one ahead Ursula Jacob coming over again at maybe small little breaks going Dixborough's way at the minute with the, the referee in calls you know because that could have been let, let go a second later uh, than what Gavin Dunnigan and it's a, another chance for Ursula to put a point over but again it could have been a goal it certainly could have Shelley Kyo had that ball in her hands and she had all the space in the world and we can see what Shelley and Stacey are doing they are just running 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 and they're actually starting to dictate this whole game out here they're taking on Dixport every chance that they can get and you know Shelley that's twice now that she's after disagreeing a great ball into Unlazy and the second time she had the ball and the referee's after blowing a free for a free for our large but you know probably not in the best situation now here's a chance for oh, all lovely flick across there by uh, Aoife Dunn as she was Asha McCarty I should say was going forward with the ball but Aoife got a, a little flick in just to get the ball away here comes Ava O'Gorman now she has the ball in her hand but there's three other players around her she gets it across here to Aoife Prendergast that's going high up in the air it's half blocked and it's not going to go out over the end line either and it's an easy chance for Lawrence Innes because there's no Dixborough player within 30 mm. metres of Lawrence Innes there at the minute as she puts the ball out here towards uh, 
I can't actually see who the number is over there, but Euler is still on the ball. They have possession, but it's overturned there by Dixborough. Here comes Jenny Clifford after coming out a little bit, but that's a way we're past Jenny Clifford. That's to nobody, only as far as Kira Story, but that's a terrible clearance from Kira Story. Ball is now back here with Dixborough. Aoife Prendergast has it. That's a terrible hand pass from Aoife. She tried to get Amy Clifford onto the ball, but Amy has a bit of work to do. There's two Euler players over there, and it looks like that Euler may come away with it, but Amy Clifford is fighting away with it. She kicks the ball ahead of her, that's an A, Curran is back there that looked like a push in the back but the referee says no, Owlert and Dixborough players over at the far side of the field fighting away for it, Cueva Dowling is over there, looked like a wild swing there by Amy Clifford but again as we said Owlert winning these dirty balls, coming away with it and that ball is now sent 60, 70, 80 yards down the field as it's now in the hands of uh, Una Lacey and Una's being harassed over there by uh, Kira O'Shea. There was a little pullback there from Una Lacey. Wasn't spotted by anyone. Might be a little bit of frustration because Kira's playing very well on Una, but that's a terrible clearance out of defence there by the Dixborough players. That's sent back over here now towards Louise Sinnott. Louise has the ball in hand. She's soloing in. She's on past the 45, heading to the 20. She has Ursula Jacob in support. Ursula is being fouled again. There's another late uh, call here coming. That ball is in and it's put over the bar, but the referee has said that there's a hold back there and again the Owlers players are giving out that the referee didn't give any advantage yeah. and there will be another free into Owlers but again while Dixborough players are doing so well they're giving away stupid frees back in the back line and that's going to give Ursula Jacob the chance of putting points over all day long and I'd say Shelley Hume must think that the referee is completely against her because the ball was into her again she had actually popped it over the bar you know maybe that's the, at that that particular moment she could have been maybe given the, the advantage just a little bit for a couple of extra seconds it was going to be a point we would imagine that Ursula Jacob is going to throw this over the bar but just to go back to the attack I suppose the, the one frequent attack that Dixborough had up here in this in this particular um, 15 minutes there was six Owlart the Ballet Girls against three Dixborough girls. The Owlart team are working in packs and that's the difference their work rate at the moment is absolutely colossal to me, I just feel like Dixborough, they're looking a little bit deflated at the moment. You know, we still have a long way to go in this game. We're only 22 minutes into the game altogether. You know, they can get into it, but I do feel like they need, to, they really need to pull back their half forward line and stop inviting, uh, stop inviting the uh, the Alert uh, Bala half back line on them. But I have to say, Stacey Kyo and Anne Karen are absolutely dominating the midfield. Eva Prendergast and Kier Feeling, we need to get them into it more. Is that maybe the fact that you pull? pull Lucinda Gahan out to midfield let her use her athleticism out there and maybe try to stop Stacey Kyo maybe going a bit because you know as I mentioned already St- uh, Shelley and Stacey Kyo are really dominating this game um, you know our two midfielders certainly aren't yeah, in it at they're the not moment in it at all time. No. they're being cleaned out of it Neva Prendergast and Kira Vila are two very good players but it's not working for them Dixborough may need to change something they have a Owlert has a free here again for Ursula Jacob she's back to her feet there's five points to one at the minute with 23 minutes gone here in this uh, first half this is a chance to make it six points to one as Ursula Jacob with ease puts that one in and yes it does go in and over the bar so Owlert the Ballock now leading by six points to one and we only have 24 minutes gone in the first half only so not long for Dixborough to try and get a couple of scores back no and they certainly need a couple of scores going in at half time just to kind of give them that little bit of confidence and a little bit of belief going into the second half you know the, it has been a, a tough 25 minutes for them so far as you look at that ball coming down there on top of Lucinda Gann but it was uh, Stacey Kyo who's faster to break that ball as we look here we have um, Katie Gallagher making a darting r- 
darting run through. She's just taking a strike, but that ball is going to go to the left and wide. And Shelley Kyo is really, really not happy with that decision from her club mate there yeah. as well. She was after making a great run off the shoulder, a small mm. little pop pass over the, the head of the Dixborough player and they were in for another goal chance there. But really the story of the first half is two fantastic saves by Kirsty Marin. Yeah. She's taking this puck out now as it's down again towards the Dixborough players out around the middle of the field. We're starting to fog up in the OB unit here. It's very hard to see out in it at the minute, but uh, out at the Ballock are on the attack here coming. Uh, but it's intercepted again over at the far side there by Louise Sinnott. Louise manages to get the ball across here to Una Sinnott. She tries to hand pass it across. That looked like that one of the Dixborough players has a, after being taken out of it. But here comes an A Corn on her right hand side. Oh, here's danger for in around Ursula Ooh. Jacob. She just tried to get it on. It was Louise or Nolan actually that was in around the uh, square there, waiting for that dropping ball to come in. The referee says that there was no foul in there on the Dixborough player. I'm not sure, Anya. I think it's knee feeling that's actually down but I'm not 100% yeah, sure on that one she mm -hmm. had a heavy collision in there with uh, Shelley Keogh but I think Neve might be alright she's getting back up to her feet we have 25 and a half minutes gone here in the first half Owler at the Ballock reigning Leinster and All-Ireland champions leading Dixborough by 6 points to 1 and Dixborough haven't scored until, since the second minute of the first half here so a long time for Dixborough to go without a score we know it was like that in the game against St. Jude's when they went that way in the second half but here comes an acorn going forward on a solo run lovely hand pass here towards uh, Shelly Kyo Shelly Kyo going forward hand passes across here to Ursula Jacob Ursula's gone down referee is blowing his whistle uh, what's he going oh, to do here O'Shea I think made she had to she put in a tackle penalty yeah, she put in she put in a tackle and you could see that Ursula Jacob felt that straight away. Um it feels like she got maybe a nudge into the back and he's gonna have a chat with maybe his umpires or who's No, he's not, he's, he's actually having her. a chat with Kira O'Shea. Yeah, no, Ursula is it Kira? No, no, it's actually or not. Or is it Kira. Kate Dempsey? We have to wait and see now till she turns around. It looks like it could be Kate Dempsey. That uh, is after getting a yellow card. Uh, the player has their front to us at the minute. We can't see the back of the jersey. Ursula Jacob is getting a bit of attention there now at the minute. But uh, she's turning yeah, her... Yeah, it is Kate Dempsey. Yeah. So Kate Dempsey now has to be careful. But again, for Kirsty Myers, heroics in the first half. Mm -hmm. Can she pull off a, another heroic save here from this penalty? We are coming up to half time. Just to under 27 minutes gone here in Abbottstown. Huge crowd looking on. Kirsty trying to keep the hands warm and get ready for this. But Ursula Jacob certainly felt that tackle by Kate Dempsey. She's down on the ground there and has been for a, a little while. Gavin Dunnigan is now going in and having a chat with his umpire. I'd say just to confirm it, but he was pretty sure it was going to be a penalty from day one, and we'll just have to wait now and see who is actually going to uh, to take this shot. It looks like Ursula Jacob is not going to be taking that penalty, and does it, is she making her way off the field? No, it's she's Una. not. No, no, it, yeah, it's Una's taking the penalty. I thought Ursula was actually making her way off the field, but she's not there. Um, so this will be kind of maybe Una's first chance on the ball, to be honest with you, in the first half, because she hasn't been really getting much there. I suppose the ball hasn't well, been really kind of been going straight to let's her. Let's see what Kirsty can do. Una taking a shot in. Oh, oh. it's unlucky. Kirsty Marr guessed right. She went to the right side of the goal, but what a shot there by Una Lacey. The ball is in, and it's another goal there for the full forward. She scored... 
hat trick of goals in the All Ireland final, and really now it's uh, looking glim and dull for Dix or for uh, yeah for Dixborough. It's one six to a point here with 28 minutes gone, and as I said, Dixborough hasn't scored since the second minute as Kira Story goes and tries to put up her hand for that, but it's coming away there with the Owlert players, and Owlert has uh, overturned that one. Here comes Ashley McCarty now. Dixborough really need to get a score or two before half time as Avo Gorman puts up her hand and tries to get that one out, but it doesn't work. And again, there's Shelley Kill back in her own half back line and gets the ball out here towards Louise Sinnott out at the Balocker. Very, very fit. You can see the players running off the shoulder, running off the ball into space as Shelley Kill has done here. There's a lovely pass in here now towards Leanne Nolan, but that's red. But it's lost uh, back there by, I think Jane it's Casey Burners, like Jane Cass. It's one of the two players. It's uh, Katie Byrne, I think, is now on the ball. It's coming out this time with the number four over here. There, actually, that was Kiro Shea that got rid of that pass. But again, it's into no man's land. Really, is Dixborough trying to fight for it? Is it Eva Prendergast? Yeah. It is trying to put it down here to Amy Clifford, but no Amy is on her own. There's no space there whatsoever. Jenny Clifford is now trying to get a. A dispossession there, but it's not going to work out. And now at the ballot, coming away with it there with the uh, number five. That's Eva Dunn. She gets a easy pass here to Shelley Kyo, who was on her own. And Shelley is sending it down into the danger area over there. It's missed in the back line there by Kira O'Shea. And Ursula Jacob again is causing untold hassle there for the Dixborough defender. She slips this time. That's the hurl was dropped, was it? The referee yeah. says no. That's debatable. Now he's after blowing his whistle. The hurl and he's, was clearly dropped. Yeah, he's going to give uh, it. I don't know what Gavin Dunnigan is after doing here now at the minute, but definitely where we are in our position here, that hurl was dropped and it should have been a free out to the Dixborough girls. Then the Owler, the Ballot girl, is now in the penalty box. She's down on the ground. The referee has his two hands out by his side. No decision, no word, no signal, no nothing on you. We're left in limbo because we don't even know what's mm -hmm. happening here at this moment in time. We do know that an Owlert the Ballock player is down injured. We do know there's 30 minutes gone in the first half and Owlert the Ballock is winning 1-6 to a point and after that we're left in limbo. We certainly are but it, it looks like is he going to give a free out actually in this particular case because he doesn't seem to be hanging around he doesn't actually seem to be hanging around where it looks like at the um, where the herd was actually dropped he seems to be pulling out so it does look like that Dixborough are going to get a free out in this case hard to tell who the player down at the bottom is that is actually down it could it's be Louise Leanne Sinnott, Nolan is I it? think Oh no, Louise Sinnott is there so it is Leanne Nolan that's in the uh, Yeah, it's a free out for Dixborough yeah. Kirsty is setting up here to take this so, the referee obviously in communication with his uh, officials there. They're all wired up here and it is a free out to Dixborough. That time as Anya has said, but Kirsty taking the free, sending it out around here to the first 65 metre line. There's a scrap for the ball in around the 65. There's four, five Owler players there. Two, three, four, five Dixborough players. Lucinda Gann comes away with it. The first breaking ball that Dixborough is after winning. Now the ball is sent in dangerously in around here to Cueva Dowling. Cueva tries to put up the hand, pulls on a first time referee says that there was a pull there that it was up on the outer to the player's knee that's Eva Dunn that's back there and again uh, an easy an easy free out here for Kira Story as she's getting ready to put the ball up into the full forward line as we see Phil Cullen the fourth official put up six minutes of additional time is going to be in the first half here so still plenty of time for Dixborough to get their first score but they really can't get on any of the ball here at the minister trying to get possession of the ball but out at the ballot winning it with ease but Katie O'Byrne doing very very well or Katie Byrne I should say doing very well to try and get the ball there but again there's no Dixborough player anywhere just like Dixborough have everyone back in the defence at the minute 
in is trying to stem the flow that's going in there. That ball is going to drop out and it's going to drop wide. And I think that is Owler to the Ballocks. Third wide uh, of this game. Dixborough is still to register a wide, but they only have one point on the scoreboard. Either onion, really, Dixborough need to start putting a few scores on. They certainly do. You know, it's just not working from up here up here in the forwards. I do see that Eva Prendergast has been moved up to centre forward and she's going to sit on Kira's story. Um, there's, I still feel like they need to just close up that space a bit. Lucinda Gahan has gone out to the midfield, so she is trying to get on a lot of ball there and probably taking up Stacey Q, I would imagine. As I see an attack coming here, Lucinda working very hard and Eva Prendergast getting there. But as you there. can see on that as well, when mm-hmm. Dixborough get the ball, they're not really doing much with it. They're fumbling. No. It. They're not taking enough time. But then again, Owlert are not leaving them with the time because they're hunting in packs, getting small little flicks in, mm-hmm. dispossessing the possession and they're going away with it then with ease. But you're looking at Arlard the Ballard, they have two or three players every time the Dixborough are even attempting to get on the ball, like there's two or three of them and they're flicking constantly like and they're putting a vast amount of pressure on them and they're really just not letting Dixborough away with anything too easy, like Dixborough really having to work for every possession of the ball, let alone score that they're getting. And a bit of look there for Eva Dunn. She pulled a kick on that one and sent it over to the far side of the field over there. That's Mary Lacey who comes away with it. She manages to get the ball out here. Back again with a 1-2 there with uh, Eva Dunn as Mary sends it up the sideline over the far side over there. I think that's Katie Gallagher who's going away for it. Lisa, or Louise Sinnott now has it. She's uh, blocked down. Good play there that time by the Dixborough players. It's out over the line and it will be a line ball to Dixborough at the far side of the field. 33 and a half minutes gone. It's still Owler at the Ballock leading Dixborough 1-6 to a solid three points. We had six minutes of additional time that was indicated so we still have a further three minutes to go here. Can Dixborough get another score on the scoreboard at least just before half time as Dixborough coming away with the ball now over the far side. Here comes Jenny Clifford. We haven't seen too much of Jenny. She Drops the ball down. She gets it a second time. Puts the ball in around here now towards Asha McCarty. Asha puts up the hand. But again, out at the paddock. Winning those battles every single time down here in the full forward line. And again, they're coming away with the ball with ease. And Anais Kern has the ball. And nonchalantly with ease gets it to Louise Sinnott. Who sends it down into the danger area. That's dangerous. good stick work there by Kiro Shea. But she misses out on it. And here's Owen Lacey coming. Pulls on it. It's half blocked down. It's still in around the house there. It's in around the small square. Kirsty Mar- comes with it and good goalkeeping there again by Kirsty Mara sending it down but she could only send it down as far as an awaiting out at the ballot player and this is Stacey Kyo coming with it tries to get it to an acorn her midfield partner but it's intercepted back there by Tara Clifford she gets it to her sister Jenny who sends it down the field here towards Quiva Dowlam Quiva doesn't get it up into her hand Kira Story is down there as well trying to pull on the ball first time is she going to come away with it the answer is no Amy Clifford gets a hurl in this time that's Quiva Dowling but again they lose out on possession and Aoife Dunn coming away with it and sends it up into the half forward line now here's Stacey Kyo coming with it she's all on her own from the goal puts it in and puts it over the bar at third point for team captain Stacey Kyo done with ease and on you everything that Howlert is doing at the minute is too easy yeah absolutely way too easy but you have to say another excellent score there by Stacey Kyo you know the Owlark backs are really really on top um, you know we're going to mention this again and I suppose people are probably going to be wondering can we say anything else about them but they're hunting impacts they really really are they're putting so much pressure on Dixborough they're finding it so hard but we see Jenny Clifford has just got a little bit of space there she's going to launch this ball in nice low ball down in front of her sister Amy Amy's going now, to turn she's put this over the bar. oh it's going to drop short but Quiva Down looks like she's going to get in there as a Prendergast. Prendergast here's a chance now Quiva Down on the ball 
ball they were trying to see out in the window but that's a chance gone a begging there now at the minute as Ava O'Gorman tries to come in with it but I will let the ballot going away with it their spectators are shouting for steps Outard has the ball and Gavin Dunnigan right down here in front of us has calls time bang on the 36th minute in the first half here and it's an easy first half for Outard the ballot 1-7 to a point ahead the penalty that really sets uh, Owler up, but Kirsty Marr saved two fantastic shots. Owler the ballot could be out of sight at this stage already. But Dixborough are still in it, but they're not doing enough. One point in the first half is definitely not good enough at senior level. No, it certainly is, and I suppose you know the, the positives. The positives that we can take from from Dixborough in the first half. Kirsty Marr has literally just kept them in this game here. She has saved their bacon on more occasions, pulled off two wonderful saves there. But she's dictating from the goal. She's telling the girls where she's wanting them. She's telling them when they're not doing something right. You know, we, we all know that Kirsty can be vocal when she wants when she wants to be. But you know what? She has. If there's anybody on the field has the right to actually start dictating to the girls and tell them what she needs it's them to do. It's hard. definitely hard because she's the only player at the moment that's keeping them in it. Um, you know, I suppose we've spoken about Kira O'Shea and Jane Cass. They have their hands full with Ursula Jacob at the moment. Okay, yeah, Ursula, she's got um, two points from freeze. Even though she hasn't scored from play, she's causing havoc down there at the moment. She's really have, she's really working so hard. She's get, making sure she's getting those freeze. But um, Shelley and Stacey Kyo are completely dominating the game. Um, for Dixborough, yeah, they'll be absolutely devastated that they've only got one point ready on the board here um, it looks like that could be Orla Hanrick that's warming up now there's a player of experience that you could just launch her into the full forward line I think that's what they need they need to get her in there they need to leave her on the edge of the square Dixborough need to box a little bit clever now they they know that you know they've got they've got to make up a lot of ground here they're what 1-7 to a point behind after yeah, 30 nine minutes points Ireland, in it like there's a lot know, of the it's, lead it's in the lot, first half and yeah. they won't be happy with that so really really important that they kind of get going in the second half you know <laughs> the, the cobwebs are gone you know they have to get rid of the nerves they have a half an hour left here they don't want to be going out of a Leinster final having only registered a point on the board I fully believe that they can do it I fully believe that they have all the players in the world that they will do it but you know they just need to showcase the talent exactly and, yeah. they need to showcase but we do we need to see more from the Eva Prendergast from the Keir Feelings from Avo Gorman from really you know from number 8 back to number 15 we need to see a lot more there the backs are under severe severe pressure and they would be but that's coming from the turnover as well in the yeah. midfield and the half forward that when Dixborough do get the ball they're turning over the ball very easy mm-hmm. and the backs are clearing it and twice as quick it's back down on top of them again then yeah. it's very hard to keep that concentration and that control of a game as well for that period of time but Dixborough backs are doing fairly okay yeah they are like, and they're, they're working really hard the only thing I would say about them you can see because of the pressure that Owlard are putting under Dixborough they're just getting rid of the ball they're not taking that split second to just have a quick look up you know like you know, I probably alluded to it earlier on, kind of saying this is really kind of the area, the the experience of Owlart the Bala and the Golden Oldies. But by God, some of these players aren't showing, aren't showing, showing their, their age. age you know, like no. I'm not going to start mentioning their age, but you know, some of these girls are they're around a long, yeah. long time, and they are like they are 17, 18 year old newborn calves after coming out of the shed after winter there they're just baiting around the place and they really are showing they're showing the calibre and the tradition of camogie that they have in them well it is indeed half time here in Abbottstown in the GAA National Development Centre Owler to the Ballock are leading Dixborough 1-7 to a solitary point in the AIB Leinster Senior Club Championship Final this broadcast today brought to you with thanks to the RMC Construction Limited your local commercial and domestic building firm we'll hand you back to Carl in studio and we will be back for the second half with you very soon.
KCLR Live Sport. The Leinster Camogie Club Championship Senior Final. Dixborough versus Eilert the Bala. With thanks to RMC Construction, your local commercial and domestic building firm. Yes, thanks very much, Sinead. You're welcome back here to the National Games Development Centre here in Abbottstown. The game is on at the minute, but I have Linda Kenny, the Leinster chair, with us. Linda, a big day for yourselves in the Leinster Council. I suppose the pinnacle of the club championships, out at the Ballock playing Dixborough at the minute, going out or to the way, but you must be delighted to be able to get the competitions played. Absolutely, Martin. It's been a challenge, and I suppose the only reason that we're here is because we've had huge cooperation from clubs, county board, management teams, and of course the facilities that we have here today is second to none in the GA Centre in Abbottstown. It's a big ask going out at this time of the year, January, looking for pitches. And uh, in fairness, we've when we come looking to Abbottstown, they never failed. And it's a lovely atmosphere here, a uh, great crowd. And I don't think you could ask for much more with the facilities. Yeah, huge crowd, over 600 here today. Yeah. You must be delighted with the yeah, response. A fantastic crowd, over 700, I believe, Martin, at the end, uh, at the end of the check-in. Same yesterday, huge crowd in Banagher. So it's been a very positive 2021 club championship. Do you feel, and I suppose it's kind of with the minor starting now, and he kind of got delayed a small bit, obviously with St. Rhinus in the final, uh, the all earned a couple of weeks ago, that you're now pushing on a small little bit. Do you feel, find that it's hampering counties now with the league starting next week, yeah, that you're still there, running into it? There certainly is issues, Martin, I won't say there isn't, but unfortunately, clubs wanted the 2020 t- championship and we were glad to facilitate that in the end of the day, which meant the 2021 had to go into this year. Look, next weekend Leinster will be finished. I suppose for clubs that get through to the All-Ireland Series, it's going to be another challenge with minor and the National League uh, for the smaller counties. And I'm sure it's no different for the Kilkenny's they have with minor teams, you know, if they, if they had someone to get through. But it is certainly, Martin, it's not ideal, but it's the best we have at the moment. We can't leave you go. You are a Carlow woman, Moishal in the final against St. Rhinus next weekend as well. You're going to look forward to that one? Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I great to have a Carlow team in the final and I suppose to look Michael's history in the club championship is second goal sorry Linda just as you were talking to me Dixborough is just after getting a goal back there sorry we'll let you continue and we'll go back to the match here Michael have had huge success in the club championship and I suppose they've been working very hard over the last two and a half years for this and it's great that they're back in a club final uh, against St. Rhinos next weekend and uh, just want to say thanks to Martin, Lillian and Anya. The coverage that you're giving and KCLR are giving to Camogie over the past two months has been fantastic. So thanks very much and it's great to have this atmosphere of your, your little van here today as well. We might keep you here a bit longer. Dixburg's just had to get in a goal when you're okay. here but we'll leave you back up to the stand to enjoy yeah, the game. Thanks, out. Very much, thanks a million for that. That was of course Linda Kenny, the Leinster chair. Just as we were chatting to Linda, Avo Gorman has got a goal for Dixburg. So Dixburg have pulled one back. It's now 1-7 to 1-1. We'll get Anya back here with us now in a second as Dixburg now going away on the attack here again with uh, the number 9 that's Kira Phelan trying to put the ball in here towards Cuiva oh, or Cuiva Dowling I should say but Eulard the Ballock coming away with it but Ashley McGarrity and Linda or Lucinda Gann I should say is uh, putting pressure there on the players and maybe this is things to come on you but a great start there for Dixborough as Eulard are just coming on the attack here again over here towards Shelley Kyo but again Nee Phelan is there but now on you we get you at uh, chance to see it you saw the goal going in fantastic score yeah excellent score there for Dixborough and something that they badly needed you know um, Amy Clifford kind of she took her free and she she just kind of kept it low it deflected deflected off the goalie first one to pounce is Avo Gorman pull on a straight into the back of the net certainly a score that Dixborough badly needed They're, they come out they look like a different team I know we're only a couple of seconds well we saw what happened yesterday with yeah, St. Ryan is getting exactly. the quick goal so you never know and we're just waiting now as Dixborough or Owlert I should say is coming away with that breaking ball referee was just throwing it 
it in momentarily there as that is uh, Eva Prendergast is putting pressure on but again Shelley Kyo is down here in front of us she's now going into our right hand side she can't catch the ball again she's going forward on the hurl ah that's a lovely score. score Shelley Kyo couldn't catch the ball in great response there for Euler de Balloch it's now 1-8 to 1-1 yeah, a really good score there by Shelley Co- Shelley Keogh. And she's really showing her dominance throughout the day here. Herself and Stacey, as we've mentioned on numerous occasions already, they really are dictating this form of play. Um, but Dixford, they do, as I just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, they do look like they have come out a completely different team. They're starting to kind of fight for every ball that's coming in there. And they're making it a little bit more difficult. Lucinda Gann getting on a lot of ball here. That's a good distribution right over. Cueva just behind her player needs yeah, to be getting Cueva in front of her player. Yeah. Yeah, Dixford have to take every opportunity yeah. now. They have to start getting out in front. That's a good play there by Key Roche, batting it away. Okay, it mightn't work out there to come to knee feeling, but case uh is that Casey Byrne is back there no, as well? Jane. No, that's Jane Cass is fighting away there for her. Casey Byrne was there earlier on. She gets a hook in there again on Louise Sinner, but Louise gets it back here to Casey Gallagher. Casey is going forward again. Hand pass into space here towards uh, Louise Ooh. Nolan. She's taken out of it. It's outside the large parallelogram. It is going to be a 20-metre free to Owlert. The ball Kira O'Shea is protesting her innocence, but I don't think Kira can have any complaints about that whatsoever, and she's going to find her in Gavin Dunnigan's little black book now he's going to have a chat to one of his umpires down here at this moment in time so uh, yeah what did you make of it on you? I don't know now, Martin. I'm going to go with the full back on this one. Like, I don't think there was anything intentional in it. I think it was the well, way Leanne actually now. turned. I think it's the way she actually turned and faced into Kira. to be honest with you. That's how she's after getting the heavy hawk. It definitely wasn't anything deliberate. Now, she is getting a yellow card for it. Um, I suppose, like, you know, the way she did kind of fall, like, she hit the ground straight away. Um, but I don't think there was anything malicious in it. But I suppose, listen, it, it, oh, there was it definitely is not malicious as, in it. Yeah. It is classed as a high tackle. But I do think it was the way Leanne actually just turned and hit straight into Kira. Yep, well, you were mentioning it earlier on. Orla Henrik is still warming up out on the field here. We can see Tommy Ball down in front of us as well. And a chance here for Ursula Jacob to get her fourth point of the afternoon. Three already, all from freeze, has to be said. But again, you need a good free taker. And she's having a look. Kirsty is taking no chances. Puts it in and puts it up and puts it over the bar. So that's four points for Ursula Jacob. And Owler the Balloch extends their lead out to 1 9 to 1 1. We have six minutes gone in the second half. Yeah, um, you know, so t- score is pros. I suppose Owlart probably wanted and very much needed at this stage. You know, especially after that goal that um that Dixborough gone, they got they wanted to get a good response to it. But you know, Dixborough are fighting a little bit harder there as well, and they're making sure they're getting getting down, and getting dirty into every single rook. Well, Kira Phelan was going in for that one. Do you think that it's about? Uh, it's not an excuse but it hampered the chances that there was a lot of colleges games on during the week as well that a lot of these players were out before uh, a Leinster final and as we heard Linda saying there earlier on that's a free to Dixborough just as we wait on that There's a, the season now is so constrained and it's so tight that everything is going into one another the colleges are on top of the, you know this game here the club championships club championships is then going in onto the national league games Like something has to give somewhere along the line because if not the players are going to get burnt out yeah like I do feel certainly over the last couple of weeks that there has been a very much a congested schedule for a lot of players you know we had girls I suppose Dixborough had girls that were playing with either Loretta or Prez last Sunday then again with the replay on Thursday who were actually playing here today you know there was colleges games last week DCU WIT so there were certainly some Dixborough girls on that as well um, and we just have a substitute on there Cueva yeah, uh, Dowling is off and as we spoke about earlier on Orla Hanrick is on so I would imagine if I was Dixborough I would be landing Orla Hanrick in on top of the square and 
that looks like exactly where she's after going. Leave her in there. She'll win a high ball. She's a great pair of hands on her. She's a serious strike on the ball. Um, you know, so definitely Dixburg need a player of her caliber well, in there. Eva Prendergast put that ball brilliantly over the bar, a bullet of a shot. So she now has a point to her name as well. One nine, one two. We have eight minutes gone here in the second half of this AIB Leinster Senior Club Championship final. Of course, the winner will go on to the All Ireland semi final in a couple of weeks' time. That's a great rob there by the uh, Dixborough player out there. That's Tara, Tara Clifford. Tara sends a dangerous ball <coughs> in here to her sister Jenny. Now, can we get Jenny on a bit more ball? We know that she has the space. She has Kira feeling behind her. Can she see her? Mm-hmm. Puts a little grubber shot across. Kira has the ball going forward. That's a good shot, but again, it just right. goes out and to the left of the post and wide. And that's Dixborough's first wide of the afternoon here. Much better play though by the Dixborough forwards. It certainly is much better play. Um, they're starting to take on the they're starting to take on the Owlart the Ballabacks. They know that they can get the they get the beatings of them. They should have the pace for a lot of them there as well. You know, I suppose they're going to be trying to exhaust them out at the moment. But there's a sharp pass out. You know, Kira wasn't awake there. You can't be letting Kira's story get a sharp pass out there. You know, she's going to distribute that ball. But we see Kira O'Shea is coming out to give Kira a quick pass. was very alert, but again, yeah. that's oh. a misplaced pass. And now we have trouble. And Kira O'Shea is after fouling again. Now Kira is going to have to be very, very mm-hmm. careful and. Is the referee calling her aside? That's Shelley Kyogen that's after putting that over the bar. She's not going to be no, happy. No, she's certainly not. She only has one point. And I think the referee, Gavin Dunnigan, yeah, he has his little notebook out and he's ticking Kira O'Shea. Kira's going to have to be very, very careful because the next foul that she commits on you, I feel that the referee is after warning her now that that'll be it. And she could find herself getting a red card and on the sideline the next time. And that would be detrimental to Dixborough. They're already... What is it? Seven points down into the second half. We've mm-hmm. nine and a half minutes gone and Ursula Jacob has another chance to extend that lead even further here. She's just inside the Dixborough 45 metre line. She's directly in front of the post. She already has four points to her name. Is this going to be number five for the multiple all-star? Yes, says the umpire. He nods his head in agreement and that's Ursula Jacob's five points. Out at the ballot leading 110 to 1-2 here. Yeah, another fine score there by Ursula Jacob. I suppose she's just so steady, as you mentioned, multiple all-star winner, former um, Wexford senior captain to lift the O'Duffy Cup. So, you know, she's showing her experience in there. See, the ball is launched out there and on top of Ava Gorm is going to gather this one up. She's going to put she in a She has no support. Now there's hand a hand pass. Yeah. in there to Orla Henry. Gives the ball back out to Jenny Clifford. Clifford. Will that go over? Yeah, yes, exactly. it will. Great, Great play there by the two sisters. Amy uh, Clifford back to Jenny Clifford. Jenny puts it in and puts it over the bar for horse first score of the afternoon and a great play there by the Dixborough forwards this time yeah brilliant score there by Jenny Clifford and Dixborough are really starting to motor there now they just need to keep plucking away at this stop putting don't be putting too much pressure on themselves the goals will come but keep on plucking away at those points yeah and here's another chance as well that breeze has obviously picked up a small bit as Linda was saying as here comes Dixborough Dixborough now playing with the breeze that's a lovely little pass into space there it'll come here towards Amy Clifford Amy is on the ball on her left hand side that's just gone a bit wayward needs to just take a bit more care with the shots as one of the older players is uh, gone down on the ground with what looks like uh, a bit of cramp or something now we know Wexford's teams can yep. be <laughs> how can I put this so politely um, cute, clever. cute yeah clever yeah uh, with their time management on this one now I'm not saying that the player is not uh, suffering with cramp or anything like that but 
just all of a sudden as soon as Dixborough gets a small mm-hmm. bit of momentum something like this happens and it puts all momentum that's going with Dixborough then out the door yeah it certainly does but I suppose like, let's look at it from this at least Dixborough getting the shots on the board you know as you said they've literally only had two wides throughout the whole game they didn't they didn't even get any ample opportunities in the first half to even get um, to even get a wide so they're certainly after doing that um, so at least they're after after notching up um, registering I know it's a wide and they probably wanted the point but at least they're getting the opportunity to take those shots yeah, they certainly do. Well, we need to be careful. We need to put in a bit of power here or we could be off the air very, very soon. But uh, yeah, well, here we go again. Here comes Dixborough. They're on the attack again. A short puck out. Doesn't work out this time. And Ashton McCarty is fouled. And for a bit of back chat, the referee is now bringing the ball up by 10 metres to make an easier chance here for the Dixborough players. And Amy Clifford is going to come out and take this free to reduce the margin by 110 to 14. Potentially it's 110 to 13 at the minute. And a chance for Amy Clifford to get her first point of the afternoon she's 20 metres out she puts it in it's high it's good and it's yep. over the bar so that's a free for Amy Clifford it does reduce the margin on you 110 to 14 and uh, we're coming back into it yeah and that ball overturned there in that, uh, in that situation by um, Ashton McCarty you know she wasn't going to let Aulard Cabala get the sharp puck out so the forwards are starting to put even the pressure on the, pu- on the puck outs there and look it's overturned it and they've won their free so that's excellent to see but we look here now and Nick Kern has taken on Kira Phelan gets a great block in there and Aoife Prendergast mops up that ball try, tries to strike it down there but it's only to the Aulard to Bala player um, Ava O'Gorman putting her under pressure back in here to Leanne Nolan but looks like Kate Dempsey and Aoife Prendergast are working hard there to try and get that ball out um, who have we got there Aoife Prendergast getting that ball she's going to drive out striking the ball down as far as Jenny Clifford Jenny oh just just deflects off her hurl there but Amy's running out there to try and get that ball back for as we look at the number two Myra O'Dowd is on the ball Orla Hanrick's going to put in a heavy tackle as will Lucinda Gahan there Amy Clifford is still there as well but Owlert are coming away with the ball here as it's uh, now coming with the number four back there that's Katie Roach so there is a free out for Katie Roach and the referee I think has called time here for the water break so a much better quarter altogether on you for Dixborough they are 110 2 one four down. No, I don't think we're going to water break. break. I think he's looking for. I think he's looking at an injury. He's after giving a free out. It looks like to Aulard the Bala. Oh, sorry, there is. I can't see the injury. Yeah, yeah there is an there injury is in an front injury of me there. there. Yeah, it looks like it is for Anne Curran there. She looks to be down, and the uh, medics and the physios for Aulard are out, just making sure she's okay. As the referees just going over, just making sure that that she's up. The player is up off the ground, and she is up and ready to go again. Um, it does look like it is going to be a free. And Kira's story is standing over this free out for um. A lot of pressure that was after being put on Dixborough attack when they were trying to get that ball down there. Dixborough are working a lot harder. They're falling back. They're fa- they're falling back deeper, and they're not inviting. They're not inviting the Aulard's ballad backs on him now. But Kira has been told to bring that ball back as she strikes that up, leaving it out to the wing here. Yeah, she's Leanne putting it Nolan. into space there, but Kira Phelan read that one well, so too did Kate Dempsey, and Dempsey coming away with it, she's trying to get past Shelley Kyo, hand passes it here to Eva Prendergast, Eva Prendergast and Kira Phelan doing oh. a little one-two, that's a misplaced pass, can Lucinda Gann get there onto it, she slides into the tackle, but Eulard's coming away with it, here comes Shelley, she's winding her up, sending it in, Una Lacey was gone in the far side, in towards the goal, but now uh, Dixborough coming away with it, here comes Neve Phelan, Neve on the ball, gets a hand pass out here over 
over to the far sideline, oh, but it's a wayward hand pass silly. from Nee Feeling. There's a couple of players going in there. The referee still playing on. Out of the ballot coming away with it here now at the minute. They're on the attack. They're going forward. Here comes Stacey Kyo. She's got Shelly Kyo has gone into space. Here she's coming forward. She's putting a shot in off her left, and, and that's wide. gone wide. So she was uh, given out to the referee earlier on, but that's a bad miss by Shelly Kyo. Very poor miss, considering she was only 21 yards out. You know, um, and she'll be bitterly disappointed with that. I think it. I think she knew that when it when it kind of slid off for her that it was going to go wide, but. It gives the opportunity now for Kirsty Marr to set up another attack here for Dixborough with the which she ably assisted with the win there. That's a massive puck out hitting her half forward line. Oh, looking oh, yeah, Kira Feeling nearly got her hand to that one. So where uh, the alarms has gone off anyway, but the referee or linesman, I should say, Ray Kelly has his flag up and it will be a line ball to Dixborough over at the far side. We have power, yes. With the alarm has gone off, we are back. We're not going to go off the air. Thank God, I was terrified that was going to happen, but we're still here. We are. 16 minutes gone in the second half 110 Owlert 1-4 Dixborough as the referee says that there's another foul back there as well and an easy chance for Owlert the Ballock to clear their lines and that is I think Myra O'Dowd is uh, back there with the ball in her hand maybe no, it's, it's uh, Mary Lacey is Mary Lacey yeah she was going to take it out of her hand she- yeah, no, she's dropped the ball now. She's going to, she's going to take conventional free but that ball is going to Jenny That's Clifford terrible is first react yep. to it there. Jenny has it, she she's needs to get, to get the ball in ball. hand can she? She does. Puts it across into the space. Oh. That's unlucky. That was uh, Quiva Dowling, I think. Was it Quiva? No, no it was Asha McCarty. Yeah, just turned her back at the wrong time. Here comes Ava O'Gorman. She could just pull on the ground first time. Try and get it into the forwards again. Ava has gone down injured. That ball is out around the middle. Katie Byrne going in and fighting for it. So too is Kira Feeling. Kira pulls on the ground this time. Gets it along here to Asha McCarty. Asha putting it up into the corner forward position there. But it doesn't reach it. It might get to Lucinda Gann. But it's intercepted here by Owlert the Ballock. Owlert coming away with it. And they're getting it here now towards uh, Una Lacey who got that goal from a penalty in the first half but Dixborough did do very well for the first few minutes uh, as Louise Innes is getting that one now here comes Stacey Keogh here's danger for Dixborough Stacey Keogh the team captain puts it in and puts it over the bar she's the number 8 yep that is the black and red helmet out there so that's Stacey Keogh's fourth point of the afternoon here as the match referee has called a halt at the water break here and it is out at the ballot leading 1-11 to 1-4. Anya Dixborough got a great start, gone out of it ever so slightly, mm-hmm. but they're still in the match. They certainly are. As we've mentioned already, they're taking on... They're they're getting a lot more opportunities than they have been. They certainly are starting to work a lot harder. Of course, um, our Art Ballard, they're still getting their opportunities and they're just plucking away, throwing over a couple of points here and there to just keep them ticking along nicely. You know, our Art, I suppose, they haven't been exceptional in the first 15 minutes of the second half, but they're doing enough just to keep the, their noses ahead there. Dixborough will feel now that they have a massive 15 minutes in them. You know, they know that they were bitterly disappointed with the first half, um, first half performance that they put in. But I suppose, listen, anything can happen we've seen a great goal that they got in the first couple of minutes and if they can just get another goal or two this game can completely be turned over on its head you know you alluded to it earlier on St. Rhinos went yeah. out in the second half yesterday against uh, Bar Rangers scored 1-1 in the first 2-3 minutes and it completely one turned, four the, game. Com- yeah. Yeah, without it completely like turned so. the game around and they came out victors so you know there is certainly an opportunity here for Dixburg they just have to throw everything at it yes they were underdogs they have nothing to lose now they're going to want to come out here with their heads held high and no better team than Dixborough to really put it up to somebody in the final yeah, 15 Rachel Dowling is warming up on the sideline today's broadcast is brought to you with thanks to RMC Construction Limited your local commercial and domestic building firm so 
Both teams running back out now after the water break. So we're just waiting now for the match officials to get us back underway. Rachel is finishing her warm-up routine. It will be a puck out from Kirsty Marr to our right-hand side as she gets ready to take the puck out. We can see Catherine Peters, the club chairperson, stomping up and down the sideline. Great woman there for Dixborough. Does great work out there, as does all the club officers with the GAA and the Komoki Club. Nice. That ball is sent out there from Kirsty Marr down as far as Lucinda. Lucinda pulls on it. Here comes Asha McCarty. She's now going forward on goal. Has she support? She has indeed. Here comes Amy Clifford. Does the goal. Pulls on a first time. Yes! And goal! Dixborough! That was a great goal for Dixborough. Uh, it's the Looks like it's Handrick. Yeah, you absolutely. said it. The experienced Orla Handrick comes in, follows in that ball and gets a goal. And now it's game on on you. one 11 Yeah, excellent, go- uh, excellent goal there by Orla Handrick. But I suppose Ashton McCarty, look at the pace when that girl got on the ball. She just took it off. Had the eye to kind of give the pop pass out to Amy Clifford. Amy took the shot. It was slightly deflected um, there by Lauren Sinnott. But Orla Handrick was not going to let that ball out and she just followed through literally put her whole body on line got it into the back of the net that is the start that Dixborough needed you know they're closing on this gap here there's only four points in it anything could happen here sorry there, yeah there is there's four points in it you know anything could happen and if they can get on a crest of wave get the moment, momentum going again anything is going to happen here but we do look like it is Kira Story that is down I think she's after taking a knock there from when Asha McCarty kind of turned her and went on it was actually run. Lucinda when Lucinda went up to pull on the ball and okay. get it yeah she kind of caught her on the, the helmet a small little bit again nothing malicious Lucinda no, won the ball not. in fairness that's the spirit that's the kind of a, a G up that Dixborough needs and mm-hmm. what a fantastic goal to get there's 10 minutes plus in this game we yeah. saw 6 minutes of additional time in the first half you know anything can happen and a 4 point lead on you is absolutely nothing in the Camogie match no it's certainly not and I do think if Dixborough can keep this up I think their legs will carry them through Owlart have been on the road you know for a long time especially over the last couple of months between Leinster Championship from 2020 from 2021 and from an All-Ireland Championship from 2021 so you know, it's bound to give up on them at some stage but hopefully Dixburg can just keep that going in here Mary Lacey all the experience in the world she's not going to let this go too easily and she's after winning a free day for Owlart to Bala yeah, we Keir said it before experience in it yep mm-hmm. the we can see Ted and Donald Carroll down here in front of us and not happy with that decision at all at all but Matt referee Gavin Dunnigan oh. here comes Ursula again she's after picking it the backs need to do very very well here's an acorn on a chance oh. great save Kirsty Marr again Brilliant. puts it out for a 65 what a display the Dixborough goalkeeper is having three fantastic saves two in the first half that one there it is a 45 for Owlert but again a certain goal stop there great shot though from an acorn yeah absolutely great goals but Kirsty Marr to the rescue again on Unbelievable. Unreal. Three absolutely massive saves she's after making there today. You know, she's really just, she's concentrating so much. She's so focused on the game and she's literally putting her head on the line there. She's keeping Dixborough in this game. Owlart the Bala could be well ahead about a sight and that goal down there could have more or less been a consolation if the other three had gone in for uh, for Owlart the Bala it's a fair play to Kirsty. she's standing up and she's playing a leader's role well Ursula can put five points between the team with this one as she puts it in it's going to tail wide. off and it's wide so there's a let off for Dixborough so Kirsty Marr fantastic save and the wide there's still only four points in it on you 22 mm-hmm. minutes gone here in Abbottstown it is Owlart the Bala 1-11 Dixborough two goals and four points That's 
that's only a four point lead as Kirsty Marr gets ready and sends a thundering puck out all the way down towards Lucinda Gann Lucinda tries to pull on it here comes Asha McCarty we see what she did with the first ball that she ran at passes oh. it across now that is a very harsh decision Asha McCarty is pulled for over carrying to me it didn't look like over carrying at all at all but I'm not that close to it the referee is and he has decided that it's a free towel and a free out yeah Maybe a bit harsh there for Asha because she was getting the hand pass out there, I suppose. It's, it's the pressure that hard to put them on. See, Kira O'Shea is coming out with the ball there, but it's a little flick there. Um, oh, pull on the ground there as we see, and the attack is coming on. Kate Dempsey's going to have to try and get to that ball there before uh, Katie Gallagher's Dixburg girls are trying to win this ball here. Jane Cass hot on the heels of Ursula Jacob there. That's unlucky, yeah. Katie got it away, but she tried to get the flick in again. But now here's Tara Clifford. Tara read that one very well. Needs to get down on the ball, get it up into her hand. Looked like there was a pull across there. That should have been a free out, but the referee says no. Lucinda has it. She's winding it up. She's sending it down towards Orla Hendrick. Orla Hendrick going in behind the defence, but out comes the goalkeeper, Lauren Sinis. Lauren tidying that one up and getting a pass out here to Kira Story, who was all on her own. Mm. Kira in turn then puts a cross field ball out here to Stacey Kyo. Stacey, four points already to her name, sends it down. But Kiro Shea comes in. Looked like that there was a wild pull there from Mona Lacey. Oh, here's Dangerous. danger. Lovely ball in here to the number 17. That is uh, Shauna Sinnott, who is now on the field for uh, Aura to the Ballock. She's trying to get it here now to Una Lacey. Una trying to go forward again, but good defending there by the Dixborough defenders. And I think that was uh, Jane Cast that was back there, but the ball is still with uh, Aura. Here comes Stacey Q again. She's winding up, putting it in. And and the referee, or the umpires, I should say, are nodding at one another. That's the midfielder and the team captain's fifth point of the afternoon. And a great score by Stacey Kyo. I actually think that was Shelley Kyo that got that point there. I know the two of them have the, the more or less the same well, Stacey has the black and uh, red helmet on her. So that's why I'm saying that Stacey got that one. I think the two of them have black and red helmets. Oh no, one of them has a green helmet. Yeah, no, I think that was Shelley there because it was number 11 that was on her back. But needless to say, anyway, the, I'll, the two I'll give it to you. Six I'll give it to you. Um, as we see here, Jenny Clifford's on that ball. She pulls on that ball down as far as Orla Hanrick. Orla Hanrick is first to react here. She's going to try and turn AD and Brennan. That's going to be a battle and a half there. And she looks has like to be a foul. Has to be as Abel Gorman. The referee over yeah, that ball, not giving no, it. It looks like Aulard Baller going to come out with this. Although the Dixburg girls are fighting very hard. Now we have Stacey Kyo on the ball. Gives a little hand pass to her sister Shelley. Drives that ball up here as we look at Kate Dempsey is going to be the first to win that. If she can just get it up at her hand. Takes a slip at the last second. Very unfortunate for her there. Yeah, well that is Stacey Kyo gets it here to Shauna Sinnott. Shauna is putting that ball in, trying to get one Lacey on it. Kirsty is awake to the situation. Gets it out. Una Lacey trying to get the block in there. Kirsty sends it deep down at the far side of the field. Lucinda Gam pulls on it first time. That's a great pull on it by the former All-Ireland captain back in 2020. Lucinda Gann, of course, won the uh, O'Duffy Cup with Kilkenny. She was the team captain as Eulard the Ballock are coming away with this here now. But the Dixborough are putting pressure on him. Ashley McCarty is after robbing that one. She was being pulled back, but she's not getting the foul issue. The referee is playing on. Sends the ball in there towards uh, Amy, or it's Orla Hendrick is there. Or trying to get the ball Lacey, and yeah. Mary Lacey yeah two stalwarts of the game as Orla's trying to get it up the possession is not coming in the referee is on hand and he has decided it's going to be a throw ball we have 26 minutes gone here on you one twelve two Owlert that's 15 points 2-4 to Borat. that is 10 points so only a 5 points difference in it there's still plenty of time left as the ball is throwing in there by the match referee Mary Lacey has it or has one of the Dixborough players Ava 
here's a chance now in around the square there's a hold I think by the referee he's saying yes it will be a free in to Dixborough as uh, Avo Gorman was going in on the ball there and it will be a free in so Dixborough has another chance here to reduce the margin just to four points and as Amy Clifford is standing over it Amy going to get her second point of the afternoon if she can put her over maybe she's thinking about a quick one again for to put across the 21 is she no she's going to go oh, for it oh she went for it she got the goal it's a goal is it yeah is it a goal right yes it's a goal they didn't our Arctic Ballet girl didn't see that one coming she was cheeky enough to try it and no better woman to get away with an excellent score there for Amy Clifford and that's really after bringing this down to the wire we see two points in this game now and if Dixburg can just keep plugging away they're going to try and overturn that ball but no look who it is it's Stacey Kyo on the ball again driving they that have up to be careful Neefield going in for the ball they can't give away it's Juba free great stick work there Kira O'Shea now the match is on here Paul Flynn Eskas Amy Clifford was winding that one up to maybe put it over she saw a little gap it went right in the corner of the post where Lawrence in it couldn't get it a great score they're now on the attack again <gasps> Orla Henrik has it gets it here to Jenny Clifford pass oh. doesn't go to hand she tries to get it in there to the full forward line but uh, Mary Lacey is there and she comes away with it she has the ball on the stick taking a breather and hitting the referee almost with it Gavin Tunnigan evades the ball hitting him and the ball is sent down here and that is Nee Phelan who's there. They have the ball in hand. Now Dixborough have the tails up. They need to get a couple of scores here. They're still well within this game here. One twelve outlet. Three four Dixborough. Only a point in it. I make it. That's is it fifteen points to fourteen. Yes, it is. As the supporters are looking for a free and a free in there to Dixborough for over carry and as Kira Phelan tries to get in there and get that ball out, but it's not working as Lucinda Gann tries to get the ball up. That looked like there was a trip yeah. again. Referee is not having any of it. He's letting the play continue here. We have 28 minutes gone here in this second half. And we all just need a breather, I think, at this stage. But out at the ballot coming away with it, as he says that there was a push or a foul there and he's after giving a free to Owlert between the uh, 45 and the 65 metre line so a chance for Owlert the Ballock to get uh, I suppose a relieving clearance out on you but we're in for an interesting tense last few minutes here in this game we certainly are here and you know that's really starting to put the pressure on our Owlert Valla you know as we see a long free coming in here from Kier's story and that's going to drop dangerously Dixborough really need to be on their toes here as we look at Kier feeling or knee feeling and Nuna Lacey going for that and the two of them collide what a collision yeah. Una Lacey is after coming out worst out of that one Kira our knee feeling just bounces back up Ursula Jacob has it referee Drops says it. over carrying Brilliant great work. defending yeah, over there Jane Cass Brilliant defending there by the young Dixborough back. The Euler to the Ballock supporters not happy with that one. We have 29 minutes coming. All eyes will be on Phil Cullen there in the middle of the field when he puts up that subs board to see how much additional time that we're going to have here in the National Development Centre here in Abbottstown. It is 15 points to Euler. 112 they have. Dixborough, 3-9. That is a total. 3-4. 3-4, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, 13 points. Over two points actually in it, is it? Two points in it. Yeah, yeah 13 points to 15 so it's 15 13 as we come along we're waiting over the far sideline over there Dixborough coming away with it with the shot here comes Eva Prendergast Eva getting <gasps> the ball up here it might break here towards Jenny Clifford Jenny has the ball in hand has she's definitely fouled referee says yes that she is it will be a free in to Dixborough on the 20 metre line and can the Amy Clifford repeat the fracture of the actions a short time ago when she put a perfect 
hurler of a shot into the top corner of the net. No way Lauren Sinnott was stopping no. it. This time out at the back are aware to the situation. They're putting somebody in on either side of the post. Amy Clifford might be better off just to put her over the bar. Put uh, yeah. one point in it and I think Gawney is agreeing with me and that's Absolutely. exactly what she does. Yeah. Absolutely good score there by Amy. Definitely had to put it over. There's a point in it now. Dixburg can just get this ball down there, get another point on the board. It's a draw match, and we're going back. Le we're going back le level. The momentum is certainly with Dixburg at the moment, and this is where the experience is going to show now for Alex Bala. And the age as well yeah. with the fitness of a lot of these players we know that Dixborough are young we know they will continue and they will carry on right until the final whistle the fourth official Phil Cullen is on his way out with that board we're keeping an eye on it the play is over the far side of the field as Kira Phelan puts up the ball Jerry McGough is over there he's unsure I think of what way we have four minutes additional time on you Loads of time. so four minutes here he has decided now it will be a line ball to Owler to the ballot there's only one point in it we are in the first of those four minutes of additional time out at the ballot leading 112 to 35 Dixborough we're on a knife edge here if it goes to a draw it will be a replay we won't have extra time today does anyone want a replay well we certainly wouldn't say no after the display here today Dixborough playing fantastic in the second half mm -hmm. sending that ball out over very close to the sideline the linesman is over there he said the ball isn't gone out Dixborough need to try and get possession back and not give away any silly freeze to the outer players try and win the ball back it looked like there was an overcarry there. The referee thought he was going to blow his whistle. Casey, that is uh, Casey Gallagher is going forward with the ball. Great hook there by the ah, player. No, but the no, referee no, no, has no, said no, that there was no, a free no, no. in there. That is an absolutely crazy decision. Absolutely crazy decision. A fantastic hook out of the player. Knee feeling is going to find herself getting a yellow card for it. That is completely the wrong decision. In my view, Dixborough mm -hmm. players done absolutely nothing wrong there. And that is crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm sorry now. I know we don't like to give out referees and we spoke about this in our podcast about yeah, no we did. Roll, but that was certainly a wrong decision. But that's why it infuriates absolutely. everyone. The yeah. Dixborough backs done absolutely nothing wrong. They did everything perfectly mm -hmm. what they were supposed to do and then the referee books knee feeling and gives out at the ballot a chance to get a point here again as Ursula Jacob is standing over it. This again is to put two points between the two teams and she puts it in and then if he's going by the rules that ball crossed the 20 metre line as well and it shouldn't count but anyway maybe I'm only being potentially and nitpicking here now at the minute but a score there for Ursula Jacob it's her 6th of the afternoon and it extends Owlert's lead by 2 points here as Kirsty Mark getting ready to drive that ball down the field it's good it's long but Mary Lacey is going to be yeah. underneath it and she catches it free without any Dixborough player putting in a challenge on her but they're now surrounding the players in packs as Lucinda Gann is going in for it we know that a two point lead is very dangerous can Dixborough come away with this victory can they get a goal Ava O'Gorman pulling that ball in looked like there was a foul here here comes Jenny Clifford going for the ball or Amy Clifford can Amy win that back there in the back line the answer is no. The ball is down on the ground. The referee is there. In comes Mary Lacey again. Gets the ball and sends it back here to Shelley Keogh, who is now back in her own half-back line. Trying to get the ball, but that's a wayward pass, but it manages to find her sister. Stacey out around the middle of the field. Stacey going forward. She gets it here towards the Casey Gallagher. Casey sending it up, but that's a great catch there by Kira O'Shea. Lovely hand pass here to Kira Phelan. Kira sending the ball with interest back down in towards the house, towards Lucinda Gann. Might break here for... Aim that is Orla Henry. That's a 
to pull down surely the referee says no the play is continuing on now where's the difference between that one and that one down there none is the answer he's not giving it Dixborough are still fighting away for it they're trying to get the ball can they get it in hand and get a last minute goal here we have four minutes of play gone here in the second half there's only two points in it as that ball is sent out over the far sideline over there Eurotra coming away with it here comes uh, that is Louise Sinnott over there now to retain possession they need to try and get the ball down but that's going to be won there by Dixborough Katie Byrne coming oh. out she tries to roll lift it though the roll lift doesn't work out in a situation like that as good pressure being put on Una Lacey but again a wayward pass comes out but Dixborough try and get the ball back Eva Prendergast going in and getting it up but it comes only as far as Stacey Kyo Stacey Kyo loses out here to Lucinda Lucinda has the ball she turns around on her right hand side puts the ball into danger but there's nobody for Dixborough up there and it's put back with ease as it's overturned there by out at the ballot they'll call Kira watch out good girl lovely sidestep she puts the ball up into the space but there's nobody there for Dixborough and out at the ballot get possession back again but it's not coming up for him Asha McCarty is over there she's gets to the ball first she has it in her hand puts it down along the sideline into space down towards Amy Clifford will it get that way linesman has his flag yeah. up it will be a line ball to Dixborough at the far side of the field and this is a last chance saloon for Dixborough they really have to try and get a goal there's two points in it it's 113 which is 16 points 3-5 which is uh 14, 14 points. points, yeah. My match has gone on me. Two points in it only. Out at the ballot. Win that. They're coming back and they're coming away with it as they send the ball down the field here as Jane Cass puts up her hand. It's been won back there though by Kate Dempsey. Kate sends the ball back with interest in towards Orla Hendrick. Orla trying to put the hand up and trying to get it. She pulls the jersey of Mary Lacey when she's coming out. The ball will break here towards the Dixborough player. That's Ava O'Gorman. Ava has it. Hand passes it back here towards Katie Byrne. Katie puts it in around the house. Anything can happen. Great catch. Jenny Clifford out here. As far as her sister, Amy, pulls the trigger. Oh, oh what a save by uh, Lauren Sinnott in the goal. That was the chance. And just as we say it, the referee blows the whistle. That was the chance for Dixborough to win the game. Heartbreak for the Dixborough girls. They tried everything. They played their hearts out. Oh, God. Oh, and you'd have to feel so sorry for them. <sighs> yeah, you absolutely certainly would, I suppose. Owl Arthur Marla probably did enough in the first half to, to get that victory for them. Um, I think that Dixborough can be extremely proud of themselves. They put it up to the, the current Leinster and All-Ireland champions. You know, they're still a very, very young team. They're going to have a say in this competition you know for a, a few years to come obviously bitterly disappointing that was the last chance effort you know for them and it was a great safety pulled off by Lauren Sinnott um, you know it would have nearly been like Ballyhale Shamrocks Robin and the, the Robin St Thomas is all over again it's just unfortunate you know they really thrown everything at it there in the second half but I think ultimately the experience from Aulart Bala they did they did what they had to do in the first half and I think that's really kind of what finished off Dixborough. They had enough done and they were able to just coast on through them for the second half. You know, they didn't panic they at any stage throughout that whole game and um, you know, I suppose they are worthy winners at the end of the day, but Dixborough can be very, very proud. They can proud be very proud. Yeah, they won absolutely. the second half, was it three, four to six points they won yeah. the second half? Mm -hmm. Like it's an awful pity. Uh, I suppose on Eulers it would have been an injustice yeah. if that last shot had to go in, but for a Dixborough point of view, it would have given the team some joy, some elation. The last minute 
Amy Clifford done everything right. Mm -hmm. Fantastic save by Lawrence in it. But we have to look back throughout the whole game as well. Yeah. And in fairness, Kirsty Mara pulled off three fantastic saves mm -hmm. during that game. Other than that, Ola Davala could have been out of sight. Uh, two of them was in the first half, like so. It could have been a different story altogether. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. Dixborough lose by two points. Ola to go on to try and retain their title as well. But Dixborough can hold their heads up high. Dixborough can certainly hold their heads up high. And do you know what? Ola Davala will be, you know, they're obviously going to be hot shot favourites going into an All-Ireland Championship as well. Um, you know so you know they're, they're All-Ireland champions for a reason but just to go back to Kirsty Maher absolutely phenomenal in my opinion if I was giving out player of the match she'd be getting it all day every day I just thought she kept Xborough in it absolutely exceptional her puck outs in particular in the second half were absolutely colossal They some of them were landing between the full forward line and the half forward line excellent to see you know Dixborough can you know they can thank her that they, they were kept in the game and they, it gave them the opportunity to get a rally back and to get get going back at Alert Bala um, you know an excellent game an excellent second half let's just say it was an excellent second half because it was the first half you could see the nerves were nearly there too much for Dixburg but they're only going to learn from this like we're looking at girls that were playing in a school Leinster final during the week like they're only 17 18 years of age like at the end of the day like I think probably the oldest player on that team would probably be Lucinda and Orla Hanrick and those girls aren't even that old yet like you yeah. know we're looking at girls they're 23, 24, 25 years of age they're very very young they're going Many to be years, years ahead come. of them yeah, yes. absolutely um, and they'll certainly have a lot to say when it comes to the senior championship yeah, as well you know they certainly will it's just a pity for them it would have been great for especially the younger girls and the older ones the likes of Orla yeah. who has put in so much over the years it would have been great going on to represent your uh, county and your province in mm -hmm. an All-Ireland semi-final not to be today but yeah. Owlert the Ballock showed their class at the end came away with the victory just enough in the end then to grind it out yeah they certainly did and that's why they you know that's why they have a massive tradition of camogie in the club you know they've won the club all Ireland's, you know uh, on a few occasions and it's kind of like they took a few years to nearly regroup and to regather and they had to bring in some fresh blood but then you know they got the tradition back in themselves they got the win and have back in themselves they kind of nearly disappeared out of Wexford for a few years as well and I suppose that was all part of just like a, a regrouping task that they were nearly doing but then when you have the stalwarts in the likes of the Mary Lacy's, the Una Lacy's, the Ursula Jacobs the two Kyo sisters who are absolutely phenomenal today like they dictated everything from start to finish six points between them um, you know these girls to see them still playing to this day you know it's a huge huge honour for their clubs for their families and you know what they're they're massive and they're great ambassadors for Camogie in general yeah they surely are well it's been fantastic having you all weekend as well it was a great day in Banahar yesterday commiserations to Barrow Rangers and commiserations to Dixborough here as well this afternoon the rain is starting to pour down here in Abbottstown but we've had a fantastic weekend of coverage of Camogie with KCLR 96FM and it's going to continue through the National League National League is starting next weekend so yep. we think we're on duty for the senior game uh, just to be confirmed so I won't say much more about that but don't forget there is a 50 euro one for all gift voucher from yesterday's game all you have to do is text in Orla Bambury into the KCLR breakfast show to John Welch tomorrow with your name and with Orla Bambury on it to the dinnerreadies.ie text line 083 306 9696 and you could win a 50 euro one for all gift voucher with thanks to Step by Step Crash 
in Paulstown. But that is it from myself, Anonia and Lillian here in the GAA National Development Centre here in Abbottstown. It is a win for Euler to the Ballock on a final score of 113 to Dixborough's 3-5. And again, thank you to our sponsors for today's broadcast with thanks to RMC Construction Limited, your local commercial and domestic building firm. But it is over and out here from Abbottstown. It's back to the studio and to you, Shane.